My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 44. It's the day Jared dropped the ball pretty big. I did. You know, I, I answered a question wrong. You know who dropped the ball worse than you? Des Bryant. Des Bryant's Achilles. <laughs> Real bummer. No, Jared didn't drop the ball. We talked about uh, social media, what's the most important platforms, putting all of your money into search, and how one lucky lady in China got 20 boyfriends to buy her iPhones. So that she could get a down payment on her house. Genius. Let's go. Oh, here you go. Here's how we're going to start this podcast. You ready? Are you ready for this? This is from the New York Post. This is a headline. Woman gets 20 boyfriends to buy her iPhones, then sells them to buy a house. She's a genius. Yeah. Yep. 20 boyfriends sells them. Do you think do you think she kept one of them? Kept one of her boyfriends? Uh I mean, yeah, I guess one of her boyfriends and one of her phones. Cuz at at that point she's basically selling her boyfriends too. <coughs> Dang, how much were those bo- how much were those phones worth? What's, I don't, what's the iPhone 7S at? That's what she bought 20 of those. She bought 20 of those are like at most. So I'm going to this is like a super Overestimate, but two thousand dollars. Yeah, a, that's no. a, that's an overestimate. But twenty of those—that's forty thousand dollars. No, she used it for the down payment. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't she didn't like get the whole house? She just paid off a house by selling cell yeah. phones. <laughs> God, dang! What am I doing right now? Oh uh, man, yeah. That's that's uh, that's kind of wild, man. 20 boyfriends you know what though that's that's the hustle you know she found an she found an audience and turned a profit ruined probably 19 guys lives do you think so did she have these 20 boyfriends at the same time yeah i guess so i mean i'm sure it was over a couple weeks it's just like an investment like every single boyfriend she's had over the last like 30 years no no it was all seven s's dang so she had 20 boyfriends pretty quickly when did they come out? September? So, I mean, that's that's pretty... You know, were they taking pictures? Taking a screenshot. Bruh. Man, that's the hustle, though. I respect that like a ton. Where'd she live? Uh, I already clicked away from it. I have no idea. Where do you think she... Let's just go ahead and I found it. Where do you think she lived? I'm going to say... Down payment of a house for that cheap. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Georgia. China. China. Yep, one crafty female from China performed the ultimate hustle to raise funds for a home deposit. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. I need I need to learn some of that hustle. You know right what? Now. A man could never do that. A man wouldn't have the ability to keep up with twenty women. There's no way. And if and if they did and it got found out, then they'd be screwed. Yeah. You couldn't do it. You just couldn't do I, it. I guess, I guess that's the Mormon life though. That's true. We're probably live yeah. right now, and I'm probably going to have to cut that out now. No, that's fine, man. That's just... That's the truth. Sorry I sound so bummed. Why do you sound so bummed? Because Des Bryant just tore his Achilles. <laughs> Ruined your fantasy season. Yeah, i just bummed for the dude, man. Hey, I... I know most Cowboy fans hate him, but I don't want to see some dude go down like that. A lot of people were ripping Logan in our league because he held on to Dez all year. From draft. I drafted him. From draft, yeah. He drafted him. In three when, leagues. When he was a unsigned free agent, he drafted him, kept him through nine weeks. Yep. While everybody's that. ragging on him for keeping him because this league doesn't have that many bench spots, so bench spots are kind of valuable. Everybody's ragging on him for keeping him for this long. And it finally paid off. And unfortunately, now he finally has a reason to drop him. That's because he got hurt yep. his first week of practice after he got signed. I think it was his last practice before the game on the last play. And it sounds Which like it was a worse. Sounds like it was a no contact injury. He just took off. And those are usually the worst and injuries. Achilles popped. Yeah. So again, it's not a hundred percent official, but it's seeming like it's a it's a dendo. I was kind of thinking that like they were going to come back and be like, no, everything's fine. And then Des tweeted out. Things was just starting to heat up for me. I won't question the man upstairs. This is the ultimate test. Thank you, everyone, for your prayers. Yeah. So that, that doesn't sound like he's just going to miss a couple games. That's an eight-month yeah. injury. So. 
Just oh, well. keep him, though. He's a keeper. Yeah. St. Desmond's. And, that's my team name this week. And, and he might have ruined the other guy you've been holding on for the whole season. Le'Veon, if you're listening to this, I have a quick thing I'd like to tell you. Is that all right if I take a few seconds to talk to Le'Veon? Yeah, just do it, man. Le'Veon. Keep holding out, man. I need you on my fantasy team. I could use you, but hold out, my man. So you want him to keep holding Dude, out? You don't I, want him to come back? I would love to see him play as a fan. Obviously, for my fantasy team, it's probably almost a guaranteed championship. Um, But, yeah, I don't know, man. You just saw Des go down. You saw Earl Thomas go down early in the year. Get paid. Yeah. Get paid, man. I, I, don't, I, I work really hard at my job. But the odds of me getting hurt in a way that would affect a salary next year. Might sprain a finger. Could. But but you've heard me in a sales meeting. I'm going to be fine. You aren't, you aren't going to strain those vocal cords. That's, yeah. I'll be, as long as I'm fine with that, I should be. As long as you got those vocal cords, you can sprain a finger. And Dude, I got a on. paper cut this week underneath my finger now. And still it affect, still worked all week. Did it affect your typing? Uh, it did. I just had Katie tap for me. You just type like five less words per minute. Had Siri do it. Oh. Yeah. So... Thank God for Siri. Yeah, seriously. So thank God for voice. My my job is very different from yours, Le'Veon. So you do you, man. Are you affecting my fantasy t- season? Yes. Are you a keeper in my league? Yes. Am I going to keep you again next year? Yes. Do I respect what you're doing? One hundred percent. So if he went through two years of holding out, no, you, I'm out. You'd I'm still, out next okay. year. If he's not if he's not looking like he's going to sign, I can't risk it again. But I would keep him. Um, if there's any kind of resolution coming, what if he what if he signed for like the worst team ever? You still keeping him? What if he signs before we declare keepers and he signs with like hmm. I don't know who's like a terrible system for running backs? I have no idea. Browns? No, the like uh, yes. I mean, if you think You're about still teams, I mean they're 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 no. they're running backs to still produce though. Well, I think the problem with Le'Veon, unlike this is just my uneducated assessment, but. The problem with Le'Veon over even like James Conner and these other guys is he's a great receiver as well. Yeah. He's unlike most receivers. He's the closest thing in the league we have to Todd Gurley. Yeah. So I don't. you just have to keep him no matter where he goes. Besides the best running back in the league. Ezekiel Elliott. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> First off, Kareem Hunt and Todd Gurley aren't even one or two. <laughs> They're literally one and two right now. No. <laughs> Barkley's one, Alvin Kamara's two. Barkley might be one in a few years or next year, but right in, in the next few years he definitely will. But be. right now, like legitimately, Todd Gurley and Cream Hunter one and two. I know, I know. It's kind of a bummer. Guess whose team both of them are on? Yours. That is correct. Yeah, my running back situation would be better if it was if it was Le'Veon and Mixon. I'd be looking pretty good, even though Mixon's had kind of a rough year, but. It's because he's injured every other week. Yeah. Man, I saw a graphic on Twitter of Dez with his quote. Things are just starting to heat up for me. I won't question the man upstairs as the ultimate test. Thank you, everyone, for the prayers. That's kind of sad. Yeah, it's really a bummer, man. It's really a bummer. I just saw Dirk tweeted him. Headgummit, man. Life's hard. And you can plan it out, but sometimes it's just unfortunate. Dude didn't even get hit. Last last player practice. That was the same thing with uh, Jarrett McKinnon. Yep. Last player last player practice. That dude is supposed to go off this year. Last player practice. Non contact injuries out for the season. I think that's been kind of weird for me, because I think when we were in high school, um, when a player would run out or like, I don't know, I would always make comments. This is gonna make me sound like a terrible person. I'd always make comments like, "Man, I hope he gets hurt." You know what I'm saying? Or like uh, a player on the opposing team would get hurt, and you just bet good. I'm glad. I'm glad that ACL snapped on you, buddy. Because it just wasn't real. I think when I was younger, it was just kind of like, he's hurt, he doesn't get to play anymore. And then I was just like thinking when Des got hurt, I'm like, dude, that's eight months of rehab. His body might not be the same. Yeah. And he's got to work. And it probably cost him millions of dollars. Yeah. Millions. So it's very different now. I saw, uh, have you seen Cole Beasley's quote tw- tweet, uh, Des Bryant's tweet? I saw it pop up. I didn't read he, uh, it. He quoted Dez's uh, tweet saying he got hurt and just said, dang, bro, I'm sorry. My heart hurts for you, brother. Keep fighting, big dog. You know where I'm at if you need anything. Family. Maybe this is maybe Family. maybe Dez is faking it and, he, and he's just trying to get back on the Cowboys. I hope so, man. I hope he's not hurt at all. 
I don't even care. Listen, throw out fantasy. Whatever. He probably, listen, Des, I love you, buddy, but you probably weren't going to start even start my team this year. But it is kind of a bummer. Well, good gosh, man. We're live on a podcast. You just that popular. That's, that's probably somebody who's trying to buy my house. And I just declined the call. So thanks, podcast. Oh, yeah. You weren't going to sell it anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty terrible house, huh? No, it's a great house. I'm I think just kidding. If, sold any of, week. if any of y'all are looking, 4203 no, no, no. York no. Street. I should give up my address again. Just beat that out. I think I've given up my address like four times on this podcast. <laughs> Listen, I just want to clarify. I live right by Jared. There's always somebody at the house. <laughs> There's an alarm system and dogs. Don't go by. But if you would like to know more about it, you can go to Zillow and look it up. 4203 York Street. <laughs> yeah. 76309. We live right there. There's always somebody there. Logan was gracious enough to let me use his backyard today. We got, so Emily and I have had our house on the market for, I think today is the seventh day. And we had, before today, we had one person like request a showing. So we're getting kind of discouraged, like we aren't going to sell this house because we're in a contingency right now for this other house. Yep. So we have to sell our house before we can uh, purchase this other house. So we're getting kind of discouraged. We're like, man, we aren't going to be able to sell our house and move into this, to this house that we like. And then today, my phone was blowing up with people requesting showtime. So we had three three requests today. Jeez. All of them, like at the same time. Two of them were requested for 215. One of them was requested for 230. And then one of them had to like um, do another time. And they like rescheduled for 3 o'clock. And then we had another one that requested a showing tomorrow at like 1115. Let's go. Um, so I had a, I had a rush home after I got all those requests and I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do with the dogs or anything because we, we have two dogs that shed a ton and are kind of wild. So I can't keep them at, at the house while people are looking at the house and Logan is like, Hey, just take them to just, you can, you can go, you can use our backyard, just take them to our backyard. Cause they live like right down the street. So I just packed them up in the car, right next door, load them up and took them down the street to Logan and Katie's house, and just hung out in the backyard for a while. So that was super convenient being able to do that. So thank you. You're welcome, man. You know, and you could keep doing that if you didn't move out of my neighborhood. But <laughs> that's fine. I'm only moving seven miles away. Yeah, it's really not bad at all. And you're gonna have a, an upgraded location that I can selfishly use. So well, yeah, you can use it anytime. We don't have a fence to block off the lake, so oh yeah, you can literally just walk through our front yard to get to the lake if you want to. You're gonna be on your way into work in the morning. I'm gonna be out there just kayak fishing. I'm trying not to give away my location of our new, our potential new house. Yeah, I, just, I almost just did already before we even moved into this house. Dude, with all the fans you got, you got to be careful. It's not a not a good look. I don't I don't really have fans. I just get you got a ton of fans, man. I just get kind of paranoid of people knowing where we live no, which, no it's which, which probably isn't evident because i give away our exact address more often than not on podcast yeah it's it's not ideal i can tell you that and i have like that location thing set on snapchat so anybody that i'm friends with on snapchat can see exactly where i'm in where i'm at at any time yeah you should turn that off yeah i know but i just i just never use snapchat so yeah. it's just never on my mind but it just I need to I do know. like a privacy audit of your stuff. You probably do. Not good, man. Are you so? Are you afraid of privacy stuff? Like legitimately? I mean the the thought of it and the potential of it kind of scares me. But like in real life, I don't really think about it. Like I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense at all. But okay, so data would uh-huh. say that they're listening. Maybe not data, but kind of common sense would say that they're listening to what we say mm-hmm. um, who are around physically like as humans at events and stuff um, to target us better yeah so Is like scary? so like big corporations or like advertisers listening to me don't scare me it's the lesser known people that I'm just giving away my address to on this podcast that scare yeah. me more you know what's scary is that people hack into baby monitors do they really? Mm-hmm. What do they do? They just watch your baby? They I guess. And, be, and they're able to watch? I heard a story one time. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, that's always the best way to start a story. Hey, one time I heard this thing, <laughs> and it might not be real. Um, 
but that someone was watching and they like, kind of looked closer at the monitor and it wasn't their baby. Like they had changed the feed. That's terrifying. Yeah. And so I think that they can watch from inside your home. I think anything. I feel like anything that uh, like that is, is able to be hacked into. Yeah. I would imagine so. Because like, people hack into uh, your camera. Yeah. I mean, most of it's running off some type of network. So if you get into the Bluetooth. Wi-Fi or something, you can get in, you can watch, listen. Like mine, you can actually listen through, so they can listen to inside our house. Probably not great. See, s- stuff like that, like distant people being able to hack my stuff doesn't really bother me. It's like local people, like knowing where I live, that bothers me more. So you're more afraid of like the physical possible harm than you are of like yeah. waking up in the morning and your bank account's drained or something like that. Probably, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Just because I'm probably too naive and I'm like, my bank account, my bank account's never going to be touched. Yeah. Which it already it already has like a couple times, but not like severely. It wasn't your bank account; that was like a card. Yeah, yeah. Someone just yeah. I don't know, ma'am. I think that there's a benefit to all of it, um, but I don't know. I try to I I try to stay not too paranoid because I think that can just wreck your life if you're just living a life of paranoia. Like that does not sound like a fun life to live. We're just no. constantly looking over your shoulder. Where you're just constantly wondering who's listening to you. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to live that life. And I know people are always going to have the capability, but I just don't want to think that. I just try to think about it this way, and this is like the most unhealthy way to think about it. What, outside of my family being hurt and all of my belongings taken from me, I don't know what they would have. I guess, I guess like a reality show, they could chop stuff up from you and release it and make it look worse than it really is. I feel like if you're hacking into my home, you're going to be fairly bored. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, here's Logan again, watching football. Yep, that's, that's the same with our house. Oh, here we go. Just, oh, they're hanging out with the baby. Uh-oh, he's going to mow the, oh, no, he's not mowing the yard. He's just taking the dogs out. <laughs> like, like, what? So, I don't know. That's just, I'm not, like, terrified of it. It doesn't feel ideal. Um, what, but what you'd if, have to be completely off grid. What, what if you see like your name on like a like a Vegas betting line one day, like odds of of Logan mowing his yard a day? Like, oh shoot! I'd act like I didn't see it, and then I would come to you and say, "Hey, Jared, I'm gonna need you to put four million dollars down because I'm about to mow my yard, <laughs> and I'll give you one." Like, we can go fifty-fifty on this. Yeah, I I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't scare me at all for the most part and maybe it should i think the only thing that scares me is when i like myself like tell somebody my address or something like that yeah which i do way too often yeah so i'm weird because of some of the rules i've been in in my life if somebody asks me for your phone number or your address before i respond to them i will call you i i had you doing reconnaissance around my house one night yeah i know because somebody knew my address and something went down. But you can't do anything about that. That's just you taking care of people. People are going to always be able to find out where you live. If somebody wanted to know where you live, they already know where you work, and all they have to do is sit out across the street. I'm just giving someone an idea. Here's what you got to do. You sit out across the street, you wait till Jared leaves, and you follow him home. (laughs) Like, if someone wants to find out where you live, they're going to find out. Also, you can just look it up online. You can. So, it's not that... But that's as scary Here's what's kind of weird about me. I have like a really guilty conscience. Like really. Like uh, at work two days ago, they were um, our accountant was looking for money. Like some charges that had happened at Walmart. You're, I'm ne- I'm you, just, you're wondering if you spent the money? Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't been to Walmart. Like I knew it wasn't me. It's like a $128 charge or something. So I'm like, uh, I'm sitting here like, I don't want to go get mad at people did about I, it. Did I buy a couple Xbox 360 yeah, games? I or totally not? don't remember using the company card for something. So I'm like worried about it. So that's the way I always, like, I'm always paranoid that, like, someone's going to create a fake account for me and, like, destroy me. And then I'm, because of how my conscience looks, I'm going to just, like, look guilty. Do you remember when the Ashley Madison stuff leaked? Okay, yeah. I talking this the other day. I was just like, what if your name, what if your name was legitimately on that, but you never, but you, like, honestly were never involved? Yeah. I guess you have to have a credit card and they can tie it back to stuff like that. Katie and I, that was like one of our favorite nights. We were like laying in bed in that uh, that commercial. They should play that at night. It's like, I'm looking for someone other than my wife. Yep. Okay, yeah. I can't remember other the than tune. My wife. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ashley Madison's right. And uh, we thought that was like the worst possible scenario for the world. But yeah, that night we were even talking about that. Or that guy that uh, they kicked his door in. The police said on his family home, kicked his door in, arrested him, embarrassed him in front of his family and his neighbors on like hundreds of counts of child pornography. Come to find out, it was a neighbor. It was a neighbor. Just, just stealing his IP address? Yep. But that dude makes it into the paper. No one's ever going to go back and do the research to see if he's innocent. So that I'm more afraid of that happening to me. Something like that getting taken from me. And then having to like try to explain to the world, like, oh, no, no, no. I would never do that. People are like, okay, cool. You're going to jail. Yeah. Did, did you hear about, I don't know what position he's running for, but there's some dude running for some position in Nevada for these midterm elections. And he was a brothel owner. Oh, I know exactly who this is. That died exactly before the elections, and yep. he still won. Yep. How does that happen? Braden sent that to me in a text. So you know who that is, right? I have so, no idea. So this place is called the Bunny Ranch. And okay. this is the place that Lamar Odin oh, almost died Oh, that's at. where I've heard of that. Yep. Okay. Yep. They had that. They used to have that like TV show back in the day. I learned a lot of stuff on um, with Kevin Hart talking to him about this. But yeah, that dude, I think, died in the place of a heart attack, I believe. I can't remember why. Um, yeah, won the election. <laughs> won his election. Another dude in another state won an election from his jail cell. Yeah, well, this this guy, they, like, even outside the polling locations, they had, like, a notice that the candidate had died and people still voted for him. Yep. Which I guess at that point you're just like, you're like, all right, if I, if I vote for this guy and he wins— what do we do? The other person's not going to win, and somebody's going to be able to pick who takes a position. I know. How does that work? Somebody they, just gets so, to pick? Yes. Like the, I think they said the, the county commissioner of that county um, gets to decide, gets to pick who so takes a position. you basically just didn't like the other guy. Yeah. You're okay. basically voting That's not fair. for the other person. That dude won the election. <laughs> and was dead. I think he was a, I, don't quote me on this, but I think he was a big Trump supporter. Yeah, he was. Because he, he I, I think his, I think his whole campaign, he was running on that he was like super similar to Trump. Okay. And then he died and won the election. Yeah, that's wild, man. Which apparently was not the first time in America that a dead person has won an election. <laughs> they said something about he was like a. They described him in the article I read as a conservative um, evangelical Christian. That owned one of the world's most famous brothels. That doesn't sound right. Nah, that's yeah. I'm not here to judge or anything, but that seems counter. Yeah, counter some of the. That doesn't, the that doesn't seem like it lines up. Nah, not great for the old High Rider games tonight. That's right. That's a tweet I just saw. If you're in Wichita Falls, if you're not from Wichita Falls, Old High Riders the biggest rivalry. Used to be one of the biggest in the state. Yeah, football game. Oh, here's a great, here's a great little uh, fact for you guys. This weekend is Jared and I's 10-year anniversary from high school. Oh, yep. We were supposed to be celebrating our, well, I guess technically May was, was the 10 years no, since you year, graduated. This year would be May. It'd be May 2019. No, because you were graduating in 2018. Or 2008. Oh, that's, well, hold on. You graduated oh, in May 2008. So you wait till after, so you go after. Okay, yeah, that so makes So technically sense. May that's right. 2018 was our 10 So we're like a year and a half behind. No, no, of no. our 10-year graduation. Is this 2019? No, 18. This is 19. No, it's 18 right now. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> what happened oh, to you, shoot. my man? It is 18. <laughs> what happened to you, my man? Golly. You just lost a full year of your life. <laughs> Dude, selling this house it in is Jeopardy sure is messing you so, up. We are six months behind. So technically we graduated. In, yeah, this year. In May of, of this, this year. year. Yes. But we were supposed to be celebrating our 10-year anniversary Tonight, yes, and tomorrow, yeah. I don't know if it's still happening or not. And I think some of it is. I the game stuff. Some of it is. It's like twenty degrees outside, though. But yeah, we're 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 ten years out of high school is the main point that we're trying to make right now. I, I thought it was two thousand nineteen. <laughs> Did you just literally lost a whole year? Do you know yeah. how old you are? Do you like? Do you know? I'm about to turn twenty nine this okay. month. That's great news. I think. Yes, you are. Or am I, am, nope. or am I about to turn twenty eight? Nope. 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 You were twenty nine. Yes. Okay. Dude, that's not good, my man. <laughs> that's not good. Those head injuries are coming back fast. 
I thought like I, when I when I was seeing that, I was super convicted. It's 2019 for sure. Yeah. So got, I guess so got a month and a half. I guess now that I think about it, that means that we'd be like a year from now, we'd be in the middle of a presidential election. Yeah. If it's 2019. Yeah. Well, hold on. Wouldn't we? Wouldn't it be? Are the primaries in March of the year? I have, I have no idea about yeah. primaries. Only reason I'm learning about all this stuff is because of the campaigns we've run. Yeah. Because so I don't know if presidential is different, but I, I think that primaries would be in March of 2020. Which we're... we're 2020. We're officially above 500 and winning campaigns. That's right. That's right. We can't name the, the candidates, but congratulations to the so candidates. So if you need a campaign run... Jared's your guy we, for sure. We have a more than 50% chance of winning you the campaign. Yeah, we got you. No, no, we got more than that. Then some of this new technology we got, we're fresh on. Yeah. And if you're a competitor, listen, don't worry. You'll catch these hands from now on. Catch these hands. I got a question for you, though. Okay. Um, We've missed out on some marketing stuff, and we'll start doing marketing segments. But um, I've spent, like, all week um, doing research on one area. I probably just gave away the question. What do you think of the next five years will be the most important um, real estate or section of digital, the internet? What do you think is going to be the most, like, if someone was going to dump all of their money or all their focus into one area of digital, where would you dump it? Why would you ask me that? You know I'm terrible at future predictions. No, no, no. It's not this, fu- this, this is your field. No, no, no. Future throw, stuff. Throw future out. It's not. I'm, I'm talking about like you can even say now. I just think that it's going to somewhat carry. Like where should people put – where do you personally think people should put their time and money in? And I think I'm asking a, a loaded question that's not yeah, you going are. to you well because I already know the answer. And I feel like I'm going to answer this wrong because my brain is not working very well, well right now. No, no. I just realized that – we're going to come at this from two different angles, and so I don't think there is a wrong answer. Well, there's definitely wrong answers, but so you're not going to say it. So the best real estate, digital real estate to invest in right now for the next five years? Yeah, so like, where would you say, hey, like you need to put time and money into this? I mean, I feel like if you aren't already, if you're still like super against digital, I feel like you need to get in the digital game. No, no, in digital. Gosh, I was trying to cop out of this answer. No, 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 it's in you, digital. And you just ruined me. Gosh. One space in digital. One space. I'm trying to. I'm trying to read your eyes. No, 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 right there's now. not. I could have asked you my question, but I just flipped it. There's not a right answer. All right. Well then, <laughs> I feel like I'm about to answer this totally wrong I, and, and and ruin our agency. No, 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 no. There's not a wrong. So, I think there's like I think there's five answers that you could say that would be right. So after running this most recent campaign and campaigns in the past. In other campaigns for companies that aren't political campaigns, this is me talking and thinking at the same time, which is, does not go well because I can't multitask in my brain. This is great. But I think you have to start investing, depending on your demographic. <laughs> Dude. You don't have to blame. Just, just like no, but, one. But place. I know that's always a cop out. No, no, but it, it's, it, it, it's fair. It, it does for sure depend on your demographic and your audience. If, but you're, if you're selling coffee or you're selling yachts, very different. If if you are looking to grow in the future and take hold of like the generation that's coming up and has the most buying power in the history of the U.S., which is our generation. Yep. These, I don't know what the range of ages is, like twenty to thirty-two year olds. Then you gotta be on Instagram. Is that the right answer? No. Dang. No, no, that's no, no, no. That's that's one hundred percent the right answer. Is it? The yeah, answer, right? I asked the question wrong. I think. Okay, ask ask the question again. <laughs> I I I I feel like I've already like oh, loaded it up. You're, you're talking about SEO, huh? No, I hate, don't do that to me. <laughs> but I am talking about SEM. SEM. Yeah. Yeah. SEM Rush. Yeah. Shout out. Um. No, I, I think that I guess my my thing was that Instagram would be the answer if you want to say, pick a platform. Yeah, like one space. I don't think there's any question in that. <laughs> I just I feel like I, I feel like I. This is why I like working with you though, because I, I don't have to give you preface I, before. I always get nervous, and I feel like you're always trying to trap me. No, normally I don't like have. This. I just realized after I asked the question that I had an answer I was looking for, and it was I didn't ask the question right. What, what was your what was the answer you're looking for, and then I'll uh, expound on it. Search engines. Okay. Uh, and the, I guess my point being is that right now you Google, you Bing, mm-hmm. you whatever, 
and if you bing then whatever but you google it mm-hmm. and then there's a list of stuff mm-hmm. at some point as we go to voice there's only going to be one answer okay and so i guess my point was most people don't invest in, in search mm-hmm. they see it as like a, a cheap way to run ads on it but if you invest in content and i asked you the question and i locked you up and then you went to instagram which is probably right but but for real you have to like i know <laughs> if you're running like digital ads or if you're like a business owner and you're running digital ads like you hired somebody to run your digital ads as part of your business like you have to not look at what your people are invested like what your audience is invested in now what they're spending their time on now but you have to look to the future and I think Instagram has a pretty strong future, um, whether it's through stories or through advertisements on the feed. Um, but as Logan was saying, no, keep which, going down which, that path, which I agree with. The search engine stuff there is going to like when we when Emily and I went to Tennessee, we didn't really have any plan of what to do, and all of our searching and all of the things were that we were trying to like get ideas of what to do was done through searching on Google and mainly through Google maps. Um, which I usually use, uh, Apple maps, but we use Google maps like this whole trip. And there was usually an answer to it. So we'd be like trails to do in the smoky mountains. And there'd be, there'd be like a answer that, was um like set off from the rest of the rest of the answers and obviously you want to click on that first because you know that's the most popular answer um and then you can scroll down scroll down scroll down which most people don't do and like look at the other stuff which is usually like TripAdvisor, which i'm super over TripAdvisor at this point or anything like that um but yeah it's being that answer like hmm. being being able to ask Alexa, hey, Alexa, what is this? And you have to be that answer because, I don't know, like even Facebook's coming out with like a voice thing now. Have you seen their little uh, communication deal? Yeah. It's kind of cool. They're already running commercials for it. It's, I think it's only cool if you have people that have it. Yeah. Like if if we both had it in our house, now that you're going to be seven miles away, we, that's how we can just watch each other, I guess, at night. Um, here's some stats, though. Hopefully, I didn't just make this agency sound like an idiot. No, no, no. These are these are actually stats I wanted to say to you this week, and I saved them, and I just okay. found them in my Evernote. Instagram statistics from 2018. Okay. This if if this if somebody isn't willing to buy an Instagram or don't think their demographics there, they're off. It, yeah, it doesn't really matter because the future demographic is there right now. They're gonna continue using that because they're comfortable with it. And if the future demo, if the like, if our generation's on that, what always happens? It's always a follow. Yeah. Um, so in January of 2013, there was 90 million um, Instagram users. Well, fast forward to uh, uh, September 15. So two years later, there's 40, 400. Especially, dang, it went down by no, more than no, 100%. No, no. Or by like 50%. 400. And then you go 16, there's 500 of June. And then six months later, there's another 100. So that's 600 million. Fast forward to September of 17, there's 800 million. And then June of this year, there's 100. I mean, they, they reach it. So my, my, they, my, they hit that, that number. So, but you keep going. Like, there's 15 million active a daily. Yeah. That's uh, 4.2 billion times a day. The like button gets hit. Some and then there's stuff by Instagrammers. So my I guess my like my main point in all this was that seventy percent of users look up a brand on Instagram. That's a that's a that's a large percentage. That's that is sixty percent more than I thought. Yeah. That's not true. I would have thought it'd been fairly high, but I mean that's crazy. Eighty yeah. percent of users follow at least one brand on Instagram. Sixty percent of users learn about new products through Instagram. So my, my, the point I was trying to get at before I got super nervous that I was answering this wrong, which I probably did answer it wrong. No, you definitely didn't. Was that the this generation, which is going to grow up and be, which already has the most buying power in the history of the U.S., is going to grow up and be used to, to Instagram. Um, so at the, uh, this point, you have to start 
developing a brand on Instagram because that's Hmm. what the biggest population of people with the most buying power in the U.S. right now are using. Which is wild. Yeah. Man, I uh, heard this on Rogan's podcast, and I'll tell this in like real fast. They were talking about they did that Sober October thing, and they worked out all month. But they're all talking about how their anxiety was way down. And, of course, Joe Rogan goes into, like, back to the human roots and how back in the day you had to worry about all this stuff and you had to, like, you were always moving and taking care of your family. And now we just have too much free time that we don't know what to do, so we just always gripe about stuff. Uh And I think just if you watch through the elections and all this other stuff, I think people are so tired of Facebook in the sense that it's like 15% ads, 70% people talking about politics. And then like 3% pictures of your friend's kids. And the other percentage left is rants and raves pages. Yes. Which is actually just 90% of the politics. Yeah. And 5% Which just bad food reviews. everything you just talked about. So, and then, but Instagram is not that. Instagram for the most part, I don't know. I can't honestly think about in the last few days, there's been a, not a lot of, there's not a lot of negative on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I haven't even thought about this, but when you're scrolling through, you see pictures of people... You know, working families, out. yeah, working out. That makes me feel great every time. Um, kids' pictures, like quotes. It's like really kind of a positive place. And maybe it's because we just don't have, like, because you have to post a picture. Um, I don't know. So I, don't, I think that's really, really interesting. Yeah. And I think it's also the one place, it's the only social network that I have that I can follow my friends and celebrities yeah. in one feed. Because Twitter's all of my celebrity friends, like, Celebrity friends, you know, Dang, the guys bro. I've met, was that, the guys I follow. Was that a slight humble brag? You know, me and Cowboy Cerrone, you know, <laughs> met him one time. Um, so Twitter's that. Twitter's like politicians and news. Facebook's local, and then Instagram's like the is like my, the closest thing that I want to be my newspaper. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't. I don't consider myself like a a young soul like some of the other millennials. Like yeah. I struggle to post. I don't want to document every area of my life at this point. Uh, maybe at some point I'll do it again, but I don't know. I think that's the avenue. And I also, I click on more ads on Instagram than anywhere else. So do I. Because they're good yeah. and they're targeted and they feel natural. So I, th- I think there's... So you aren't an idiot. And I think that no, was the no, right no. answer. I think I, th- I just asked the wrong question. I think younger people right now still might be pretty prevalent on Snapchat, but I think they are going to quickly find out that... Most of the traffic and population and the potential for likes and engagement are going to be on Instagram in the future. Yep. It's hard to build a brand right. on there. So I think, I think though, you may be looking at that younger generation and be like, oh, they're on Snap, they're all on Snapchat, so we need to get on Snapchat. I think they're going to start fairly quickly, quickly yep. migrating to Instagram. So this is from a website, just so that I give credit. Statistica, mm-hmm. statistica.com. Sounds legit. Um, Q1 of 2014, so a little bit after Instagram, they had 46 million users. Who did? Uh, sorry, this is Snapchat. The, oh, sorry, this is number of daily active users. Mm-hmm. So 46 mil. Um, let's fast forward to Q3 of 2016, they have 53. Sorry, not great at math. Um, Q3 of 2016, they have 153. Okay. So they're rolling, right? You go to Q3 of 2017, last year, Jared, mm-hmm. this is 2018, um, they had 178 million. Then in Q1 of 2018, they went up to 191. Q3 of 2018, they went down to 186. Yeah. I, it's, it's happening. This, it's already, it peaked and it's already, it went from 186 to one. Yeah. They're all, they're already starting to migrate to Instagram. That's because the features are there. The, the you features, get all the benefit. The features are there, and there's like a bigger population of their friends and the people they want to impress that are yeah. using Instagram daily than Snapchat. You can still use stories. You can still send personal um, messages that delete, and by utilizing hashtags, you can actually grow an audience. I just hope. I hope that Instagram can maintain what they have going, that they aren't a source like Facebook has become for, like, political arguments oh, and no, stuff happening. like that. No, it'll happen. It'll, it'll happen, but I hope they can hold off for a while. Yeah. Which I know it's already kind of happening. It's just not as prevalent as it is on Facebook because yeah. there's not, like, these 
I'm sure there is rants and raves uh, account set up on Instagram. I just haven't seen them. Well, no, um, I don't know how you do. Oh, I guess you could just have an account. Yeah, you can have an account that you can basically just use user generated content to post different stuff. Um, but I hope they can hold out for a while. Or else they are going to doom, them, doom themselves like Facebook is going to in the future. I don't think either one's going away for a while, man. I don't. Th- I don't think they're going away for a while. But I think, like, younger people are. are there's a mass migration to Instagram. Yeah. Because of what's being posted on Facebook, and because of the migration from Snapchat to Instagram. So I think there's both ways from Snapchat to to Instagram and from Facebook to Instagram. There's like a mi- mass migration happening both ways. Dude, I'm not even gonna try to go through the Facebook numbers for you, but they have they've they consistently rise. Do they? Yeah, even through even through Q3 of this year, they're still on a a, a pretty consistent. Does, that that increase. doesn't like that doesn't count like Instagram people, does it? I don't think so. It says just face. It says active Facebook. So you would think, um, I don't know, man. We'll always ruin it. Marketers and haters will always ruin platforms. Sorry, you, you started this whole conversation off talking about search engine stuff and I answered wrong and that's all we've been talking about. Well, I think it's a good point. So what, what, what about search engines? No, no, we don't, we, you've already ruined it. So, um, <laughs> nah, what, man. what, what about SEM rush? Okay. Let's just tie it in this way. I think this is the perfect thing. I, I think at the end of the day, authenticity will win. Like we've always said and creating good content will win. Mm-hmm. And I think things like Instagram and Facebook will be what boosts you. I don't think you could solely solely invest in just search and win, but from a reactive marketing standpoint, if you are not investing in search heavily now, in five years when the answers, or there's just one answer because of because of voice search, you're doomed. You're just doomed from from being found and growing. Mm-hmm. I think local businesses will still be a little bit different, but if you want to become the authority on something, you better start creating content now. So, so how can people start investing in search besides content? I, what I would do right now is I'd pick up the phone and call 940-696-1229. Ask <laughs> for Logan or Jared. Um, no, nah, I mean, I, I think that you need to make sure that your website's built correctly. Um, people, they used to be they wanted people to spend time, as much time as possible on your website. Click around, you know, peruse, you know, that's a good word. Peruse. But now I think Google's wanting to block you a little bit. They wanted to give you the information before you even get there, which is great news for the consumer. And so you should think it's great news. So your website needs to be built correctly with the right information and needs to always evolve. Mm-hmm. Always change, always evolve. So that's the first thing. Second thing is you need to make sure you're registered correctly on every platform, like including so. Yelp, including Yellow Pages, everything. Like as far as like address, phone number yep. and all that? Hours of operation. Is it updated when you're going to be on holidays? Um, there's great software for that. Shoot us an email and we'll let you know more about that. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I would definitely do that and I would utilize social media to create content. And then if you, if you can get really good and, you know, get other people to write articles about you, that helps too. Backlinking, you know, Back meta description, alt image text. But here's the real answer. SEO, as people sell and talk about it, is a myth. It's a scam. It's a ripoff. Yeah, you're probably getting ripped off right now. Probably. More than likely. There's great companies that sell what, every, what the world calls SEO because that company's smart and branded it that does it correctly. But most people who have some magic powder they're going to pour on your website doesn't work. It's time. dumb and it's a scam. And they can do something that helps you in the short term to give you a boost, but it's not does no longevity to it. So if you're looking to make money in one year, then you can try some of these tricks. But if you're looking to build a sustainable business... Buckle in. Yeah. I feel like Google's super good and they have evolved through the years of like finding those loopholes that people are trying yep. to, to take advantage of. So I, th- uh, I don't know. I've never I've, understood why, why do people think that like Facebook, Instagram, and Google like change up their equations and their algorithms? I don't know. Is it because like they do it to give the consumer a better experience? And to connect, if they're the middleman and they're going to connect the consumer and the brand and they're changing the equations, it's probably because they want to do it better. Yeah. And if they're going to do it better, 
you don't need to try to create a new avenue. You need to play by the rules and yeah. create good content. Yeah. It's we've, easy. We've, we've said this before on this podcast, but if your strategy is built around f- like constantly finding loopholes, then it is not going to last. Oh, man. You got to have something that has much more meat on it than that strategy. Ooh. Meat. Meat belt. Meat belt. Third episode. Talking about are. a meat We're belt. Back. I don't know, man. I think that's the literally the most important part of all of this is there's two funnels to marketing. You have proactive marketing where you're going after people with Facebook ads, with TV, with radio, and then you have reactive marketing. When someone is looking for you, can they find you? It's kind of, it's a lot of it in my brain is like what used to be the phone book. When you go and look in the marketing section, is your name in there? When they go look in the advertising section, is your name in there? When they go look for us, is are we in the promotional products? Are we in the websites? Are we in these sections? The only way to do it is to make sure everything's set up correctly and then build content around it. Yeah. That's it. Which, getting everything set up correctly does not take that much effort. No. Like People we, just get hung up. Like we have, we have software that we use that can do it quickly. Yep. Super quickly. And keep up with it all the time. Super quickly. You just got to, you have to, and I think you have to designate somebody within your company. And if you're a CEO with a minimal budget, start planning for the future. But if you're the CEO, you're not going to keep up with this regularly. Yeah. Because you're running a company. So you either need to hire someone internally, which I think is a great idea, or hire an agency, which is a great idea. <laughs> Especially if that agency is us. So you can call us 940-696-1229. Yeah. Is that right? Did I get this number right? You nailed okay. it. I mean, we got to go so we can get this weekend started. I'm sorry I answered that question incorrectly. No, I think that was actually good. I think people need to hear about that. Invest. And also, here's my here's my piece of advice. I'll go first because I make you do it. Do not build your marketing plan based on how you operate. Mm-hmm. I do not watch TV. I, do, I don't even ever listen to the radio. But if I completely negated TV, then... I, th- I think I'm, you're missing it. So if yeah. you, if you don't have an Instagram account, you know if you're a 45 year old CEO and you don't have an Instagram account, one you should get one. Um, but two, like doesn't mean that your audience isn't. And if if you don't use Siri, doesn't mean that other people don't. Look at the data, and try as many things as you can. A B C D test, and then roll. Don't build your marketing plan based on your rhythms. What do you got for the for the folks today? Sorry, this is super off topic. There's a new tweet out that says, New Saints wide receiver Des Bryant is expected to sit out Sunday's gamers Bengals. They want him to drop weight, and he needs more than two practices to learn the offense slash build chemistry, etc. Debut could come the following week versus the Eagles. Where's that at? Uh, Tom Pilicero. Verified account on Twitter. I don't know. He's a reporter for NFL Network. I feel like you're just messing with me. This was tweeted. Oh, this is 12.25 p.m. So this was before the injury. Never mind. Sorry. My 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 feed was not in chronological order. Well, I just I just Googled um, him immediately and it just said, no, diagnosed with torneo quick. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to get your hopes up. But my... Uh, I love you, Le'Veon. My uh, thing that I have to say is is somewhat similar is, like, I don't, like, it's okay. Like, it's probably good for your company if you feel vulnerable with trying something new because generations typically do not, like, like, use the same platforms as the generation ahead of them. So mm. it's 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 okay if you feel uncomfortable like switching your strategy to a new platform. I wouldn't completely neglect the the previous platform that you're using, but you have to look to the future and what the future generations are going to use to digest their content. And if you feel uncomfortable with that, that's probably a good sign and that's probably a sign that you probably need to move at least some strategy and some content to that platform. So I think it's I think it's just a constant battle of uh, 
trying to dissect audiences, not just audiences that you're comfortable with, but audio like audiences that are coming up, whether it's millennials, whatever the generation is below us, and seeing like what are their behaviors, what are they going to use, what are they going to use in the future, and building a strategy around that because the generation that you're marketing to right now is not always going to have the buying power because unfortunately, at some point, they're going to die. And there's going to be a new generation that comes up and you have to be make sure that you're established on those platforms that they are going to use. That's my word. Words. Words. Multiple words. That's good, man. This has been a uh, a good podcast. We started out with a woman who had tw- 20 boyfriends <laughs> and got a down payment for a house somehow out of the gig. I'm about to, I'm about to leave here and go get some rapid-fired pizza mm. with my wife. Oh, real quick, breaking news while we're on the podcast. Joe Maurer. Retired. Yeah. Shout out Zylo Bats. Got Dude. a bat in his hands. Check out that podcast. That was a, a good one. A Hall of Famer. Got a bat in the Hall of Famer's hands. Man. Man, man, man. All right, man. Well, have a good weekend. I hope you sell your house. So do I. And uh, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. <laughs> We're out. <laughs>